Welcome to Politics Done Right. My name is Egberto Willis. Today we are honored to have the Attorney General of Minnesota, El Senor Keith Ellison. Oh, yeah. It used to be Representative Congressman Keith Ellison, and I spoke to you a few years ago, actually once at the Detroit airport. But how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing really well. Thank you. Muy bien. Muy bien. Está bien. But let me, let me tell you something, Congressman. Well, Attorney General. Yeah. Um, or Keith. Or Keith. Yeah. Let me tell you, I can't tell you how impressed I was the way you handle that case that brought the nation to its knees. Yeah, man. And mm. let, me, let, let me tell you, first of all, nobody expected Keith Ellison to do the job that he did. And I can tell you something else. Singularly, there's a lot that could have happened that the way in which you handled that case prevented it from happening. Your thoughts? Well, you know, I, I that's why I wrote this book, Break the Wheel, right. Ending the Cycle of Police Violence, because what I do at every juncture, uh, every point of critical decision making mm -hmm. is to talk about how it could have gone a lot of different right, ways. Right. A lot of the credit does not go to me uh, or, or or even my team. It goes to the the young people on the on the scene when George Floyd was murdered, mm -hmm. who had the uh, uh, the alertness of mind to stop and, and photograph what happened. Mm -hmm. That was essential. Right. Uh, but then, within a very few short hours, the Minneapolis Police Department sent out a document saying that an inebriated man died of a medical emergency. Right. So then people looked at their report, compared it to the video, and that really began to spark outrage. By one o'clock in the morning, by like 1.46 in the morning, Darnella Frazier, 17-year-old kid, mm -hmm. posts this, and then that is what really shocked the world. Within, within 24 hours, about 2.5 million people had seen that video. And then uh, people were on the streets. They were marching. They were pushing the envelope. They were demanding change. And then that mass movement is what uh, prompted uh, uh, the, the, uh, the county oh, attorney, the county attorney hey, to, hey, my brother. Good, good to see you. The county attorney to ask me to join him on the case. And then two days later, the governor appointed me to lead the case. So that, that was that. But, um, but things could have gone another direction. You know, like look at Breonna Taylor, which right. happened a few months before. Mm -hmm. Very little public attention, very little uh, public discussion. Uh, and uh, they were ready to just route that out to oblivion, like they do so many cases. Well, let me, I, I, I think you're being a bit too humble here uh, when you talk about this, not what, the case, uh, uh, somebody could have made that case a lot more different as we know elsewhere. Well, so, I mean, no, I see uh, it's destroy not for you to cases. say, but I mean. I, I see people, I see people, I see prosecutors. Right. Ruin cases a That's lot. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. And they, they, they don't call the right witnesses. They don't call any witnesses. They take it to the grand jury. Right. And then the grand jury is secret. And then the grand jury says, oh, there's no bill of indictment. What the prosecutor doesn't tell you is they never put the facts or the law in front of the exactly. grand jury, which is exactly what happened in Breonna Taylor's right. case. And the guy who did it, Daniel Cameron, is the current attorney general in Kentucky. And he's running for governor. Uh, and uh, the grand jurors... Uh, publicly accused him of lying on them, mm -hmm. right? So I guess my point is, you're absolutely right. Uh, doing these cases, there are a lot of discretionary decisions that happen along the way where you can just 
just basically dump the case. Right. And then and you can look like you're doing something, but but really be operating against justice. And, and that, that is what was impressive. You, I mean, you stayed behind the scene when you needed to stay Absolutely. behind the scene and you showed a face when you needed to show a face. And That's I think it. that 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 requires a lot. But anyway, going on to another subject. You, sure. Recently, uh, you, you, you went ahead and, and helped out a, a whole bunch of folks who were into these homes that right. um, tell us a little bit about that story. Well, housing is a major focus of what we do, as you know, as attorney general, uh, consumer protection is mm -hmm. a big deal. Now, who is a tenant is a consumer of housing services. Right. And we had a lot of people in this very tight housing market, which is all over the country. Right. Uh, we had a lot of people who were living in squalid conditions and lot, some of these landlords uh, that we were dealing with basically took the attitude that, well, if you leave us, uh, you're not going to find a, any better place. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to do a good job taking care of your place. Well, we had another thing coming. We sued them. We make tenants and housing a central part of the work that we do. Uh, and we insist on uh, enforcing the, the, the uh, landlord-tenant laws. And so uh, one of, we sued a guy named Stephen Meldahl recently uh, and, uh, you know, nailed him for well over, for literally millions. Mm -hmm. We also were suing a group called uh, Havenbrook Homes or Progress Homes now. They're owned by a hedge fund called Pridium, uh, and they have been taking advantage of consumers not salam, not refunding, um, you know, deposits, not keeping up with the lead, the, the laws regarding lead mm -hmm. safety right. uh, and doing a number of other things that we allege violate consu uh, consumers rights. So we're holding them accountable. We're going to keep doing it. But here's my message. I know there's folks out here who own property. They rent it out and they do a good job. God bless them. The ones that don't, we're going to be holding them accountable. We're not going to allow families to be in squalid conditions as you rake in rents. Uh, and um, and and that's just and this problem is part of a larger problem. Mm -hmm. uh, and the larger problem is that after 2008, uh, there was a lot of property on the market yes. because of the foreclosure crisis. It was bought up by the uh, hedge investors, investors hedge, funds, yeah. hedge funds, private equity. And they then get into the residential lending business. Right. And then they buy up so much property that they're in a position to literally drive up rents in the whole region. And this is, I think, is an antitrust problem, but it's also a consumer protection problem. Right. Because once they get that property, you know, we've often seen it being not handled and taken care of properly. To the, to the listeners here. Um, and especially our folks here in Texas. This is what a working attorney general is supposed to be doing. The reason I started the questions the way I did is because we have attorney generals in state after state after state that it's an attorney general by name only. We don't quite know what they do except for corporations, what they do for the people at large. Um, now, So you're in Texas? I'm in Texas. Yes, so your attorney general is under... It's under indictment. Under and, indictment. And also and he's under a, he was impeachment. impeached. Yeah. And I mean, so this guy is... I mean, Ken Pax is not there for the people. It, but uh, Keith, most of the times, our attorney generals are not. The, the reason I brought those two subjects sure. up, one was criminal, one was civil. Right. The reason I brought those up is to show what an attorney general, how attorney right. generals actually perform. That's right. One that's doing the work for the state. So good questions. And, and doing the work for the state, but doing it 
for the people of the state. Exactly. Be, be, and, you're, and, and so I'm agreeing with you here. We also represent the institutions of the state government. Exactly. We represent, you know, the Department of Veterans Affairs, the Department of Pollution Control, and they're supposed to be working on behalf of the people, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. But we represent the institutions of the state, the people of the state for criminal justice and public safety. And we also do other things like I'm on the board of the pension board for the right. state. I'm on the pardon board for the state right. and things like that. So that's when I you and I met when I was in Congress. Right. I left because uh, even though Congress is really important and mm -hmm. I was honored to serve there, I thought I could do more for my neighbors at the attorney general. And that's job. what you did. That's I what mean, I did. That's what you did. Now, interestingly, today on on the phone, I'm talking about uh, talking to different different entities, and I try to put that out there that we are responsible for electing people, not for rhetoric, right? But for what they are going to go out there and do. Acción. Acción. Lo que estamos buscando la acción. And that, that's what I, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to start calling you me Latino favorito, man. <laughs> you know? But uh, it, yeah. Uh, uh, you, you know? Go me, ahead. What? Me, me, espes, uh, me uh, español necesito mucho uh, ayuda. <laughs> but, you know, but you know what is great, Keith? What? I bet, I bet every single one of your Latino constituents, the mere fact that you can say that, you're like, oh, él es mi hombre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But, mi hombre es... Yeah. Uh, uh, you know... Mi nombre es Keith. <laughs> <laughs> but look, let, let, let's, before we uh -huh. go, I know you may have your, your yeah, time, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna hit on politics now. We talk yeah. about reality now. Yeah. Politics. What does politics have? First of all, before we go into what politics have in store for you... Right. Tell me the state of our politics right now. Well, we're living in an era of minority rule. Right. We're in a, we're in a democratic society that is dominated by a group of people who have views that are hostile and adverse to the overwhelming majority. Right. Give you an example. Most people want background checks on guns, 90 percent. And yet the, the powerful elite types right. control and say no. Most people want health care for all. The powerful elites say no. Most of people want competitive markets. They want to be able to open up a small farm, open up a small business and be able to get into it. Markets are concentrated by the big, right. big, big. And they, they say no. So we live in an era of minority rule. You know, most people think that a woman should can make her own decisions about exactly. reproduction. But you know what? Uh, whether you think it's sin or not. It's her choice. Exactly. But but they say no. It's the government choice. You oh, and but then they want small government but and they, they want uh, small government, government and for them. Right. Well, see, here's what they want. They want socialism for themselves. Right. Public money going to the big the big dogs. Exactly. You know, Elon Musk will take all the public money he can get. And so then, will Donald Trump. So will all the rest of them. But they want rugged individualism for everybody else. Exactly. So that's how they operate. That's how they see the world. They see themselves as entitled. They see everybody else. They believe that more money for them is good public policy. Prosperity for everybody else is bad public policy. And yeah. brother Keith, the important thing then is how are we, you know, this is where I'm talking about your politics I'm now. I'm listening, brother. Yeah. Um, how are we going to ensure we change the politics to make sure that folks with your mindset and other folks ready to run actually get the backing that they need to go out there and do it. Well, mobile, I mean, you've been successful. Let, yeah. let, let's, let's put a stop there. You've been able to do it. I mean, the fact that you are attorney general of 
Minnesota yeah, yeah. says a lot. Yeah, five point seven million Minnesotans. I, I yeah. don't know how people can discount that. Uh, you know, you, we, that been winning. Be discounted. Exactly. It has not been easy. I know it hasn't, but again, it, it, what's great is when you perform. People have a tendency to reward performance yeah. if you Nosotros them. ganamos. Nosotros ganamos. Exactly <laughs> right. So tell me, what what can you tell to these other politicians that need to understand that they don't have to conform, right. that they can actually take the position that you take as long as people know right. they're being helped. Be authentic. Stay in close contact with the people. Listen to people. Right. And if you do those things... The people will fund your campaign. Right. The people will knock the doors. If you are faithful to the people, the people will support you. And if you lose because you did the right thing, then fine. Then so what? Right. Go on to the next thing. But there's a damn good chance you'd win. There's a damn good chance you're going to win. In fact, your chances of winning are better the more you align yourself with the will of the people. Yeah. And but but I just want to say this. Many of these, many politicians go into office and they, they'll do anything to win. But if you do anything to win, then maybe if the big money rich guy says, I'm going to fund your campaign and you think, oh, that's how I'm going to win. Then you water down with the what Miss McGillicuddy yes. told you, yes. with what Miss Garcia told exactly. you. And now all of a sudden you're not operating on behalf of the people. There you go. So you just stick close to the people. You're probably going to win if you do what the people want. If you don't, then that's an honorable loss and you go do something else. Keith Ellison. My brother. Good closer. Thank mi you hermano. so kindly. Mi hermano. Thank mi you for hermano. kindly for hey, being Yo soy de Panamá. Panamá. Sí, pero soy mi, americano, yo, naturalizado. Hey, hey, me gusta Panamá. Okay, está bien. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, thank you, my brother. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share.